a lot of you might have seen Catholics, pretty well-known Catholics sometimes, wearing these like string things around their necks. And sometimes when their top button's undone, you'll see this, this little square kind of brownish thing. And you might wonder, what is that anyway? Well, it's called a scapular and it's very popular. And it's actually very good protection against evil. So for today, that's probably absolutely necessary. We have someone with us, a Father James Schultz, who's going to talk to us about this scapular. He's involved with a company that's helping that's helping to promote the use of the brown scapular. This is the John Henry Weston Show. Stay tuned. Father James Schultz, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, John Henry. Wonderful to be here. Let's begin as we always do at the sign of the cross. Father, would you lead us, please? Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 So, the brown scapular. It is, I guess, common talk among Catholics, but there's a lot of non-Catholics who watch the show as well. What is the brown scapular anyway, and where did it come from? The brown scapula was a sacramental in the Catholic Church, so it disposes us to grace. It was given um, by Our Lady on July 16th, 1251, to St. Simon Stock, who was going through uh, great trials in Islesford, England, and uh, with promises. And she asked, you know, as, as part of becoming, um, if you will, a part of the Carmelite order, that whosoever wears the brown scapula would not suffer the eternal fire. And there's other promises that we'll talk about as well that are important. If I can get you to unpack that a little bit, you, you said it was a sacramental. What's a sacramental? The church gives these little like holy water and, and um, they dispose us to grace. So they prepare our souls to receive grace from Almighty God. Okay. They kind of like helps, if you will. Um, and why do we have these helps? <laughs> what is it about physical things that we need? Uh, why can't we just have a sort of relationship with God because he's there and shouldn't that be enough? People have senses, so we touch things, we want to share, we, we kiss things, we, we, uh, we want to show our loved one, experience them, and, and uh, that's part of being a human, you know, body and soul. You say that this St. Simon Stock, you mentioned 1251, I think, um, so he lived a long time ago, he was a religious, a member of a religious order, the Carmelite order, you said? Yes. Here is this monk uh, in, in religious life, and he receives a vision from the mother of Jesus, from the mother of God. Um, and uh, sorry, pick it up from there again. What did, what did she tell him? She said that whosoever, you know, dies wearing the brown scapular shall not suffer the eternal fire. And she also promised that those who wear the brown scapular would have protection and danger. And she also promised that they would have peace and special protection. But you're right away going to get hit with, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. She said those who wear this will not suffer eternal hellfire. Um, hold on. Isn't it such that you have to love Christ and, and, and to, to follow his commandments and to be baptized and to live the faith in order to go to heaven? How can you avoid hellfire, which means you'd go to heaven, uh, with just wearing a something? Isn't that like, that sounds pretty superstitious, does it not? It's like a wedding feast of Cana. You have to invite the mother of God into your life. And then she can work 
You know what I mean? She's, she's the mother of all. From the cross, she said, you know, behold your mother. Or Guadalupe, she said, am I not your mother? So she wants us to, and this little cloth is like a swaddling clothes, like it's a piece given from heaven, so to speak. And you're inviting her in. You're allowing her into your life to be a part of your life, a sign of her there with you, a sign of the Immaculate Heart as well. And we don't figure out exactly how she works exactly, you know, when she's going to work, but we know that she, um, she, the church has, uh, you know, proved this and supported it, and everybody used to be getting it First Communion. That's why we call it pulling it out of the attic. And then there's millions of stories um, all over the place, you know, of her um, helping souls. I mean, there's a story, I was just in this book, A Sign of Her Heart, of a, a man who was given his 1940s, he was given a, a scapular um, by some Carmelites, I believe, outside of a in New York City, and he wasn't Catholic. And uh, the 1940s is in a is in a hospital, and the nurse calls for a Catholic priest, and he comes, and Catholic priest says, "Well, why'd you call me? He's not Catholic." Well, he had that brown scapular on, so he goes back in. He goes back into the man. He says, "Do you want to become Catholic?" "Yes, I do." And so he becomes Catholic. And this happens again and again. So we just we, we just have to let our job as Catholics. Part of the Fatima message is to let. We just try to listen to what she said to do. She said, pray the rosary day. We all know that. And she's the cause of her doing. And the other thing she wants is the triumph of the Immaculate Heart. God, she said, if I'm a God wishes to establish devotion to my Immaculate Heart. And so it's a, it's a very powerful um, sacramental that the church, um, and with a huge promise, St. Claude Columbier said it was just, he just was the apostle of the scapular. And he just... He just couldn't believe it. He thought it was one of the greatest things that is offered to us. But you ask yourself, 60,000 people die every day. How many do you think are wearing the brown scapular? How many Catholics are wearing it? How many children need to be um, protected and taken care of and, and brought under her mantle in a special way? So that's what we would say. It's, it's not a, um, a lucky charm. I can understand that. It's a, it's a devotional. It's like the same thing the other day I had a Jewish friend say to me. I told him I bless cars after mass. He said, well, why are you blessing cars? You know, and I was just trying to explain it to him, you know, because you're in them, you're driving them, you want to be, you want to be protected. So there's a lot of things about this scapular. It is, the, the term scapular is a mantle or, or a piece worn by regular religious. So uh, nuns and monks, they wear a scapular, but it doesn't look like the scapular that we're talking about. It is, although it is worn front and back, it's that little piece or, or sometimes broader piece of cloth um, that's by the Carmelites worn front and back, and it hangs down, goes down to the floor for, on either side. Um, I think the scapular uh, from Our Lady was also intended to be that perhaps for laity, because it too is a little um, piece of cloth front and a little piece of cloth at the back as well. Um, and it's so when you wear it, you you wear it as a devotion to show your devotion to the Blessed Mother, to the Mother of Jesus, um, and always done in imitation of her and therefore acknowledging God as God and not... I, I think there's a lot of people who, who somehow think that Catholics uh, are devoted to Mary, perhaps because of the title of Mother of God, as if somehow she's more important than God. What is the Catholic take on Our Lady in relation to God in terms of her importance compared to God's importance? She's always trying to take us to Christ. I mean, any good mother, she knows that he's the son of God. He's the savior of the world. She would never want to take any glory. But 
God has so willed it to bring her into salvation history as a mother, you know, and to mother of each one of us. And so she wants to help her children. So she's like, again, at the wedding feast of Cana idea, she wants to intercede for us. She wants to, uh, she wants us to, and God wants us to come to her for help as uh, we do for the saints and also especially for her. One image is like, I think it was from St. Louis de Montfort or something where you, you have an apple and you want to give it to the king, but it's all bruised. So you give it to the queen, which is Our Lady, and she puts it on a gold platter and then she presents it and it's harder for him to say, no, it's harder for him not to accept it. I mean, that's just one image of it. I think there's something also about having a great love of your mother and um, it's just, you know, you just can't, you just have to, how, how great are those two hearts you know, and how much love they have. And so being a good son, I think he just wants um, her to be, um, you know, to be uh, treated well and to be, uh, respected and honored and, and and she's been given that wonderful role for us. It's amazing. De Montfort in the beginning of his book talks about because Mary's a creature, like all of us are creatures and not uh, the creator or anything like that, talks about the comparison of a grain of sand compared to uh, God, Mary's not even a grain of sand. So um, there's that. But then the reality is God chooses to start uh, his greatest work by Mary. And then Mary is in life, Jesus's mother, and he, being the perfect son, wants to honor his mother. So that's how we get to where you're at. Okay, so we have these um, amazing promises that of protection, and also the, he who wears the scapular will be uh, meet eternal fire or whatever, however that goes exactly. There's all these great promises. I'd like to hear a, a couple more stories, if you have them, um, just about the protection that's afforded with the brown scapular. My sister's a Dominican and she was at the convent there, for example, probably about two years ago. And a man was working on the roof and he, he fell down like 50, 60 feet and landed in some bushes and nothing, nothing was broken. And he was wearing his brown scapular. To, you know, a simpler one would just be somebody who works in my parish was uh, just riding around on a scooter. And one day she didn't wear the brown scapular. She ended up you know, crashing and going into the, I think the hospital and now she wears it every day, but just little things like that are just, we will never know. I mean, I can tell you other stories, but we'll never know until we get to heaven, please Lord, what um, things she has done for us. You know what I mean? We'll never know all that um, care or silent love that we've received. Um, car accidents, I've heard about things like that. So um, that's the one about protecting from danger and then the salvation of souls. I mean, there's a story, for example, in the, Spanish War, where there were seven guys that were condemned to death, and the priest tried to go see them, and they said, you know, get out of here, Father. Then he came back the next day, and he brought cigars, and he brought cards, and he brought so forth. And they said to him, well, come on in, Father. And he started hanging out with them for a few hours. He enrolled them in the brown scapular. They went to confession, and then they, uh, you know, they executed the next day. So, yeah, so there's like stories all over of uh, everyday happening of her I and mean, stuff we'll never know. Like I said, we'll never know fully until we please the Lord get there. I think if you listen to Sister Lucia, she she said the Rosary and the Scapula are inseparable. And uh, she said that Our Lady wants everyone to wear it. So I think it's just being a mother to her children. One day when we get to heaven, she's going to be queen. Everybody's going to have to acknowledge that she is queen. She's queen of heaven forever and ever. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And she's our mother. It's, just, it's a great thing. It is. And in fact, it's, it's something also that I think is very consoling. 
today, especially in our day and age, the times that we're living in are probably some of the most concerning, at least in terms of the insecurity. Now, we're not yet facing uh, overt persecution as they are in certain countries in the world, particularly uh, in Islamic countries and in China, for instance, where Catholics are literally being killed and persecuted. Um, here, though, you can sense that that's in the air. It's already uh, come crushing to a number of people. The Halk family, um, who I was with a, a few weeks ago, are experiencing real persecution in America, for crying out loud, for being you know pro-life activists. And we're seeing this now travel around the country. So there is uncertainty. There is uh, very much a, a foreboding. There's evil around everywhere because of what's going on in our culture. Heaven affording us a way to be in touch, if you will, with our mother, um, I think is really important. If a lot of people think to themselves, boy, if I could only have a hug from Our Lady just to know that she's with me. That, at least for me, has been a great consolation when I wear the scapular. I, I know she's there in a way uh, because it is a physical reminder. You know, I'll tell you, Father, it works the other way too, though. My dad was really, really holy. And when I started to go off the rails, I fell in, into sin in a big way. And you know, it was funny. I'd probably been wearing a scapular since I was, I don't know, five, maybe. Never noticed it because after a while, you don't notice it anymore. Um, and then when I was, you know, in my early teens there uh, sinning, I all of a sudden was itching. What is that? Oh, that's that scapular thing. And then once more, uh, what is, oh, man. And, you know, after two or three times of that, I took it off because I... <laughs> It was a reminder to me of needing to live a certain way. And since I wasn't, I had to take it off, which, uh, which was quite, quite something. You know, um, never thought of it before that it meant anything. Never felt it before. But all of a sudden, when I was living a life of sin, I couldn't stand it anymore. Um, so I wonder if that doesn't have some play in terms of the eternal promise as well, having lived both sides of it. There's definitely stories of people that have been, I didn't want to get into too anything negative, but there, there are stories where people have rejected it, you know, or had the opportunity. And I mean, to finish the story about the, um, the seven men, I didn't quite finish it. The story ends the next day where six of the seven went to confession, but one did not. And at the execution the next day, they found one scapular from that man who did not go to confession 50 yards away from his, where he was. Um, after the execution. So it's not like, you were right about saying, this is not like the end all be all, get out of jail free, um, just wear this and do whatever you want, or this is the salvation. It, it's just um, a huge gift, we call it garment of grace. Um, you know, it's just a huge gift from Our Lady, from the, the church, from our Lord. And uh, we are supposed to live a good holy life with it. That's That's not to say that, but I mean, um, just so many things. I, I love the wedding feast of Cana, inviting our mother in. I like the idea of the good thief. We have priests that are putting it around people just, you know, before they die. My my parish priest, my first one, his funeral was today, 11 o'clock. And I was able to see him a week before, or yeah, about a week before uh, he passed, maybe a few days before he passed, and I was able to put a brown scapular around him. And... Um, it just, it just feels wonderful to do that. Most people love it when you do it. They're not upset with you. It's a, it's a, it's a tough time. And uh, I just think that's we just have to do what we can do to, to get that out there. 
Just a quick note before we return, if you would like to stay up to date on LifeSite's coverage of the latest life, family, and culture news, subscribe to one of our many newsletters by going to lifesitenews.com slash subscribe. And if you'd like to help us bring our truth-telling coverage to millions around the world, please consider making a one-time or monthly donation at give.lifesitenews.com. And now, back to the video. There's a beautiful story of John Paul II, how he absolutely refused to take off his scapular, uh, even, even while he was very, very ill. Have you heard that one? Yeah, yeah. I think, really, heaven is simple. It's for the simple, and it is simple. It's not complex. It's not difficult and arduous. Yeah, it's, it's difficult and arduous to, to keep away from your own sins. But heaven, I think, is offers itself to the simple. And it is, the scapular is a beautiful thing. It's like child's play. It is like a hug from your heavenly mother. It's wearing her garment as a sign of devotion to her. And uh, for me anyway, it's been, a awesome, been an awesome constellation very often. Anything you can tell us about your own experiences with the scapular father? I grew up in, uh, I guess, a big family, a family of 13. And um, we, you know, we were... I don't know. I feel like we're, it was a great, it was a great life. Uh, we had the rosary and we were, went to public school. We just, you know, but we, we would, my mom would, you know, we'd have to wear this. We said the rosary every night. We wore the scapular. And sometimes, you know, you'd see the, you know, uh, in the bathroom, somebody might have forgot it, maybe take a shower or whatever. And then still somebody left it there. And it was just something, you know, uh, very simple. Yep. This is the promise. The only one I really knew about was whoever dies wearing this brown scapular should not suffer the eternal fire. So that's in, you know, I remember being on the bus telling a kid one time that, and he said, I want one. I told him all about it. It was like, a, you know, went to mass maybe once a year. But yeah, I always think, God bless you for that and uh, your good heart. And he said, oh, I want one. So I gave it to him. And I think he wore it for years. But yeah, just like growing up, it was just part of our life. It was just uh, something that always had. We always did it. It was, the, you know, rosary scapular. That's what we did. How many promises are there for the scapular? The big one is, okay, it goes in even, even after death. Whosoever dies when the brown scapular shall not suffer the eternal fire. The second promise is that she promises protection in danger. You know, that story I told you about that uh, 1940s and the Carmelite nuns are putting it on people that aren't Catholics. It's for non-Catholics as well. And when they become Catholic, I think that's when you can do the enrollment and so forth. And you don't, the Sabbath time privilege is another thing, but you just have to wear it. You don't technically have to do anything. You know, you don't have to do any special prayer. I mean, you kiss it's the indulgence for that. Special protection and peace. So I'm still trying to figure those two out, special protection and peace. And the peace is like, it's not going to be a perfect, peaceful world because there's, there's difficulties, you know what I mean? Where can people find out more about the Brown Scapular? Where is uh, your apostolate? And uh, where can people get a scapular? Started a couple years ago. The scapulars were expensive. I was buying for, I was doing like enrollments at the and women's conferences every year. And, and they're expensive, you know, so... Somehow I found somebody online who uh, sold the wool, blah, blah, blah. We started making scapulars that cost about, with a with miraculous metal, 38 cents each. So we sell them at 50 cents because we're charging um, for the postage. We don't charge for postage. So you have 50 cents a scapular at our, I'm going to show up. If it's okay, I'll show up a little card I made with the address and stuff, but I just want to finish. We've been making, one lady, for example, has made 8,000 by hand sewing them. And that's just one example. So we made about 20,000 total. But we're running out. We have a lady that just asked for a thousand for Uganda, a nun actually. We send, so we're sending all over. We haven't even really started promoting, to be honest with you. And so we started building a machine in Finland. 
and the machine costs $250,000, and we are, this is just being honest, we are looking for people to support us, benefactors to help us to be, and we're even doing a gala up at our shrine here. It's some of the pictures are back here up in Oswego, New York. Um, December 8th is the plan. That's the plan for a gala, kind of imitating your wonderful gamble. It won't be as, uh, as nice, I'm sure, but it will be uh, wonderful. Scaplerap.com is where you can get them. You can order them. And you know, if you order 200 scaplers, it's $100. You know, and here's what they look like, you know, different lengths and so forth. And to be honest with you, we'll make 110,000 in a week, in a 40 hour week, but we might not be able to keep the miraculous metal on it just because of the machine. You have to add it on later, or, but right now we just have to work on um, doing it. So we're not trying to make money. We are trying to get this out to um, millions of people. I know it's in some ways, Mel Gibson and uh, Mark Wahlberg had a scapular in that movie. I think it was Fathers 2. There was, I think that I saw that in there. It's starting to, I believe, catch on. We just want to be ready if people need it, um, and, and they do need it, but we want to be ready for um, getting get it out there when we start promoting it more. That's scapularap.com, and then Timothy's my brother, and he's really pretty much doing the work, and there's his phone number. So we are looking for benefactors to help us with this mission. The goal is to even make them free all over the world, and our machine is... I don't know any, but this is a robotic, you know, automated machine that'll make 110,000 a week. So we think that's pretty fantastic, but we're we're in the process of, if you know what I mean. Enrollment, how do people get it once they get the scapular? What do they do with it? So you would probably just go to your local parish priest, get the enrollment formula. Um, I have a parish ritual that I use, for example. It doesn't take too long. Ask the priest if he would be willing to do it, and I'm sure they would, and, uh, you know, just be enrolled in the, the early amount of karma. It takes a couple of minutes. I like to do it where I have a candle, do it in the dark and put it over people and, and say that prayer. Um, what is that prayer? It's like, receive this blessed capital and beseech the blessed Virgin Mary that through her marriage may wear it, stay may defend you against all of us and accompany to eternal life. That's the prayer we say as we put it over your neck. And um, yeah, we, I would say the final thought is she is the cause of our joy. And um, she just, she's just amazing. And she's um, just, our mother. I need, I need her so much. She's been so good to me. And I think she's good to everyone. Sister Lucy's message from Our Lady of Fatima comes as no surprise. Um, the rosary was given to us by Our Lady from Heaven, and the scapular was as well. Thank you so much, Father, for joining us here on the John Henry Weston Show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. God bless you, and God bless all of you. And we'll see you next time. Hi, everyone. This is John Henry Weston. We hope you enjoyed this video. And to see more like this, be sure to hit the subscribe button below to get all the latest content from LifeSite News. So check out our links in the description to read more, sign up for our newsletter, and connect with us on social media so that you can stay up to date with all of the latest life, family, and culture news. Thanks for watching, and may God bless you.